Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, featuring Blue and Joe Grande. The world's number one source for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue, alongside of me is Mr. Joe Grande, and you are now tuned in to the greatest cannabis show on the planet. That's right, folks. Thank you for listening to our podcast all around the world. Make sure you check out the website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we have so many great articles and blogs on the website for you to check out. And feel free to give us a call anytime, 1-800-420-1980. And make sure you check out our IG pages, you guys, at Cannabis Talk 101. We have so so many cool things on there for you to check out and make sure you follow my brother blue at the number one christopher Wright. hello well i am at joe grande 52 you can catch me online there and you can see teddy doing all kinds of fun crazy things as my road dog is always in my pictures teddy the with me. show dog oh he's the best he gets more comments than anything i've ever posted i gotta remind you guys about the bear flag group it's your white label partners they're known to be on time accurate and do quality co-packaging they've been launching brands in california since 2015 at the Bear Flag Group, they do what they say they're going to do. Go check them out online at bearflaggroup.com. Now, join us today, you guys, is a former Aztec, Andrew Maltby, right? The CEO and president of Biotactics. Now, Blue, this is going to be right up your alley as you were the grower and all this great stuff. But Biotactics is a producer of the renowned Benamite line of predatory mites. Yes, mites, you guys. And the last American-owned insectary in the U.S., which is crazy to think that you're the last of this type of company around in the U.S. Now, Benamite's predators are reared in a unique type of culture and are removed from that culture the day of order, which then gives them their first 24 hours of unfed life. Then, you guys, they land on your plants and they are hungry. And as natural predators, they are a danger to the pests in their path. Now, they are now performing their sole evolutionary duty to eat and reproduce. This is actually great for you, your garden, and the environment. Now, when you alter the nature and the natural landscape by planting crops that would not otherwise be there, you change the natural pest predatory dynamic. Now, by argumenting the vegetation around you, you are now automatically feeding pests that are living nearby. Now, by using Benamite's predators, you are rebalancing the land you modify by supplementing with native and natural and healthy predatory mites, which we we actually have this fucking uh, magnifying glass to look at this. And if you're watching on YouTube, you're actually going to be able to see this. But you're not just fixing a problem. You're actually balancing an ecosystem. You're giving predators access to an untapped biological buffet, and you are not just masking a problem with natural enemies rise and raising up on all the unnatural and, and temporary facilities and fetishious foods that they're coming and bringing in around all these plants. You're actually solving a problem you didn't even know existed. Now, be sure to check out their IG pages at Biotactics, which is B-I-O-T-A-C-T-I-C-S, or visit, and as you see his website, you guys, Look at the one, go to that one page where he went to the, when he posted himself on our show <laughs> set, which is just hilarious. I love that you did that right there, Andrew. That is so funny that you did that to be a guest on the show. Or check out his website, Benamite.com, which is B-E-N-E-M-I-T-E.com. 
to have your crops protected and erectified and corrected today, you guys, without further ado, please welcome this Aztec yeah. to the building. Andrew, and I say Aztec because he went to San Diego State. For those that are wondering, he's not sitting here in an Aztec uniform, but I, I'm a big fan of San Diego State as well. So my buddy went there, one of my best friends. Andrew, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you for having me. I've actually never been on a stage before, so it's pretty cool. No, well, it's it's done. Thank you for coming. You no, made it. You <laughs> made it. Yeah, you made it. Andrew, a little bit about yourself. I just said you're a college graduate from... San Diego States. Where are you from? The San Diego area, or where'd you grow up? Uh, I I grew up in Menifee, California, and uh, and that's where the company's headquarters still. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, but I went to college in San Diego, and then uh, I, I moved back uh, in like 2014 when I took over the family business. Oh, no. this is a family business, and your dad started this? No, he actually uh, he took it over from the founders who were like in their mid 70s. They wanted to, they were to retire. So. What year? Uh, 2005. But oh, didn't wow. it start in 1971, if I'm not mistaken, that, I read it. That's when they founded it as as a response to the banning and uh, all of the uh, issues with DDT. What's DDT? Uh, it's It was originally a pesticide that was used in World War II to kill uh, uh, mosquitoes and um, illness-causing ca pests overseas. And then after the war was over, they brought it back over and uh, said, hey, it saves lives in, uh, in war. Why don't we put it on our crops here? And then uh, they found out it bioaccumulates all the way up the food chain. Like they found it in uh, bald eagles that had fed on fish, that had fed on the bugs, that had fed on wow. the crops. Wow. Was it safe? It's not safe then? No, no. It, it got banned in, uh, I think, 70, 73 maybe. Nice. And then uh, do you play sports? Uh I played baseball, and then uh, in high school, I started, uh, I swam and wrestled. Nice. Oh, nice. I see that. And you do some uh, UFC-style boxing and stuff now, now lately, some jujitsu. I know we were talking off the show. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I do uh, Tenth Planet in, in Marietta with uh, Drew, and... Uh, so that means you can kick our ass. No, I'm not very good at all. Oh, but, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, be, be, before that, I, I did uh, quite a few years. Of Who's better, you or Drew? True. Oh, so oh, nice. So you're really not that good then. <laughs> he's, he's a black belt. So. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's a black belt. Well, I have a black oh, belt on right now, too. That's funny, Me Andrew. Too. Um, <laughs> so, Andrew, that's cool to hear where you're from. Now, tell us about this company, because I was looking at the website and I gave a pretty good description of what it is. What the hell made you get into something like this? I know it's family, but you had to nerd out to be like, because yeah. I started nerding out watching this and we're all, everyone's geeking out before the show starts looking <laughs> at your microscope and we have it zoomed in. Folks, you got to go to the YouTube page because we're going to get into deep of what we're looking at. But how did you even get into this? Um, well, my dad was a, a laid off aerospace engineer and uh, he couldn't find a job. So he randomly applied for a greenhouse manager at some bug company, like my senior year of high school. And uh, uh, he got the job and I was like, holy crap, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. And so in 2002, and then uh, he ended up taking over in 2005 and uh, he invented some, uh, some cool ways to rear the predators. And uh, at the time I was a, a chemistry major at San Diego State and I uh, worked for him over the summers, uh, fine tuning that new rearing uh, process and uh, made it predictable and uh, made it so we could get the most out of the the least amount of uh, resources. So so what kind of bug is the predator bug? What is the predator bug? Uh, it's a predatory mite. Um, so, so, so spider spider mites and it attacks the bug that you guys implement attacks the spider mite. Correct. Yeah. Um, Does it attack any other bugs as well? Yeah, uh, I, I brought three species with me here today. They're all type twos. So there's- What does that mean, type twos? There's three types of uh, predatory mites. There's type ones that are uh, persimilis, which is the most common predatory mite uh, known. It's the, the little red ones. They Type ones only eat webbing spider mites. And then there's type, well, and they eat the most and they lay between five and six eggs per day. So what you want out of a predatory mite is egg laying because their eggs are like half the size of their whole entire abdomen. So they have to eat a lot to be able to pr produce their max amount of eggs per day. So uh, that if they're laying a lot of eggs, you know that they're eating a lot of spider mites or 
whatever. And type twos, they eat spider mites as well as uh, like they all have like uh, a secondary mite. Like for Californicus and Phalasis, uh, they control broad mites. And then I have a, another one, it's called Occidentalis. It uh, controls and reproduces off of the hemp russet mite. So this, and from reading what you guys do, it's not just for cannabis. I mean, this is no. gardening one-on-one -on -one. as long as you're growing tomatoes. I know you guys really helped with the strawberries out here in California, like literally helped reproduce so much more. I want to get into that a little bit, but sure. I mean, well, let's just talk well, about that well, now. Well, too. Real, real quick. So explain, you know, what, like, why don't people want spider mites? Like I know, but it's, it's just good for everybody That's to know. True. Why don't, sure. why don't people want spider mites on their plants? Well, uh, Spider mites don't actually eat the fruits or the harvest. Um, they suck the chlorophyll out of the leaves, and that's what causes the uh, yields to go down because it uh, causes malnutrition within the plant. Wow. So it sucks on the actual stems and this and that. On, on the leaves, they, they feed on the underside. So like one of the first signs, actually the first sign of spider mite uh, presence is uh, something called stippling, and they're tiny little yellow oh, dots. Yeah, oh, yeah. So it, they're yellow because the spider mites are feeding on the underside. They're, what they're doing is sucking the chlorophyll out of the leaf. That's why it's removing green from those spots. And uh, so like each one of those little dots is like a thousand punctures. So wow. they've, uh, they've been feeding a little How bit How do those gardens get those? Are, are they just something that happens in the uh, ecosystem of gardens? They, they just come out of nowhere? They're endemic like everywhere. They're, yeah, so we have them all everywhere. over us right now. Yeah, well, yeah, I brought I brought a couple million in. So yeah, so he, he, <laughs> and they he, just go everywhere once they come in. They so, just so yeah. if we're going into a, a a grow, we shouldn't be going into. Yeah, don't uh, he said don't, don't do go to today. a grow for the next week or so. Yeah, <laughs> my my well, son's got one safe. at the house, girl. Oh really? Of course. Oh, that's gonna be terrible uh, for you. Well, you I'll, guys, just, I'll just sprinkle some on, on you before you go. I appreciate you. Fairy dust. Sprinkle some of those on me. Yeah. Oh wow, you just yeah. let them hang out on me, huh? <laughs> yeah. They're gonna are they, are they gonna dip around and find it, find them? They're gonna smell them out or what? How well, do they how yeah. do they how do they know where they're at? They uh they actually don't have eyes. Uh, spider Great. mites have have eyes. They're like red, and you can see them pretty well. I'll I'll show you on the, the microscope. But the uh, their predators have uh like external noses it look like antenna so they sense pheromones that get released when the spider mite is attacking the leaf wow and how does one know you said the yellow things on is that all plants is that cannabis too so if someone's listening and they have a grow at home how would they know they would need your service um well yeah uh scouting is the number one thing that i promote the most is you need to know what's going on on every single one of your leaves or at least look at them a couple times a week just so you see anything starting up. So, or you could do preventative releases just so you let them do the, do the, let the predators do the legwork. And they don't eat the plant at all. No, no, they, they, they don't eat uh, anything. Chlorophyll. They don't eat no chlorophyll. Yeah, they, they, they might get some chlorophyll when they suck the guts out of the uh, spider mites. Right. They, they don't actually consume the spider mites or the eggs. They, uh, grab onto them and then suck their guts out nice and yeah. what does something like this cost is it like only for big grows is it if i have a garden in my backyard and i have a couple planks or i have you know six uh plants at my house like what does what something like this cost to get some of these to keep my plants safe well uh we're a, uh the producer and wholesaler so we have distributors online like we, we supply uh like any of the top five i don't know mention them directly but any of the top five uh, uh ipm websites where you can uh purchase anything that's probably best and the cheapest way to get uh some for a very small garden um but if you have lights set up or if you have a, like, a small garden but bad damage and you need more than let's say ten thousand uh that's when we, when we call it directly now did you bring us something to show us yeah yeah so, so why don't we take a look at that after this break it's cannabis talk 101 we'll be right back yeah. subscribe to our weekly newsletter on our website cannabistalk101.com
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robey, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. This month, we're bringing you the stories of disappearing acts. There's the 17th century fraudster who convinced men she was a German princess. The 1950s folk singer who literally drove off into the sunset and was never heard from again. The First Nations activist whose kidnapping and murder ignited decades of discourse about indigenous women's disappearances and the young daughter of a Russian czar whose legendary escape led to even more intrigue and speculation. These stories make us consider what it means to disappear and why a woman might even want to make herself scarce. Listen to Amanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. I don't know if you guys seen the latest edition of the Cannabis Talk magazine, but it got some great articles, very cool stories in it. Get yourself a hard copy today at a local dispensary or smoke shop near you. And if you want to get in the magazine, folks, give us a call, 1-800-420-1980. And we'll see what we can do. Or just go check out the magazine online at CannabisTalkMagazine.com and subscribe dot, now. Dot, 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 There's no two dots there. It's just <laughs> me saying dot, dot, dot dyslexia. Uh, Andrew. I want to see what you got here and explain a little more of what you're going to demonstrate for us because now that we hear a little bit about what it does, how it does, show us how it works, please. Sure. Um, So, remember when I I said that I rear predators in a a different way than anyone else? Um, Other insectaries will raise persimilis on beans like this and with with phytomites on them and then they infest the the bean leaves with persimilis. The, the predatory mite and then it'll reproduce and then uh once it's out of food it'll go up into a chamber and then it's uh basically starved off of the plant and now uh, am i itching right now because there's spider mites it's, on pro- it's probably psych- psychosomatic <laughs> not sure but i like that psychosomatic because i'm itching under here right now too <laughs> like and I, I don't want to scratch i'm like so weird not under chris Frankino was next so to me he said he touched it and he's like i go get away from me Oh, it's so weird. It's all a cycle. I think it's all mental, but yeah. It, yeah, it took about a year to like not wake up in the middle of the night after like dealing with millions of them, you know. You're like, I got to shower every six minutes. And yeah. Like, okay, whatever. I wake up and like, they're like all of them, but they're not. So, uh, so anyways, uh, what we do is ex- uh, extract just the spider mite leaves or spider mite eggs off of the leaves and feed them uh, to the predators in a lab setting. And uh, this is some of our pure culture here. So you you actually when you when you 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 peel them off just as for the test, but you don't have to. Sure. You just throw them in the plants, and they just go to war. Uh, yeah. Now, now, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, do um butterflies? Not butterflies. Um, uh, what are they called? The little pretty ones. Butterflies. butterflies huh? Those are pretty. Those are Ca- no, not caterpillars. The, the cockroaches. No, the little fly, the little flying ones. Uh, they have the spots on them. Ladybugs. Huh? ladybugs. Oh, ladybugs. Don't ladybugs do something similar to that? Uh, yeah, they're, I mean, they were. Except n- they get them in all the fans. <laughs> yeah. <But> yeah. <laughs> they're, they're really good for aphids. Um, I, I don't have anything for aphids, but uh, if you, uh, if you can get them where there's aphids, then they will eat yeah. quite a bit. So you just release those. That's another trick. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to zoom in on, on this leaf here. All right. We're watching oh, the wow. screen. Look at this. Ooh. Who knew? That what are those that we're nasty. looking at now? So, okay. In the top there, that's a female spider mite. That's the top uh, right? The top, the middle? Top middle, yeah. And then there's some babies walking up from the left corner. Yeah. And, uh, oh, there's another one. There, there goes another one. And then, uh, see those black dots? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, Wow, this is really cool. So that's how, a lot. Please go to the YouTube page and watch this. Yeah, folks. check it out. I so mean, there's there are black dots in the middle top there. Yeah, 
that spider might poop. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. So uh, I get a lot of questions from growers asking, like, what do I, like, I don't want bug poop on my plant. I'm like, good. So get some predators to eat them so the spider might stop pooping on your plant. The predators hardly poop at all. If anything, it's more like a dust. Really? Yeah. These are so small too, right? I mean, like. Yeah. Here, I, I can. How much is your zoom in? How much? Yeah. How 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 close are you zooming in with this magnifying glass? This is. Uh, it's a big looking magnifying glass too. It's pretty awesome. So there's my fingers. Wow. Those bugs are running, huh? Yeah. So, so that's just a random planter. Did you plant those bugs there just for this? Or was that like... Oh, I, I, I pulled this out of one of my six greenhouses. Wow. So I have... I'm, I'm an expert. I'm an expert spider mite producer as well. So You actually produce spider mites? Yeah. So, and why, why do you do that? To feed, keep, the, keep feed, your, feed the predators. To keep your... Oh, you have to have them because you job, have to feed your predators. Security, mm -hmm. Job security. Job <laughs> security. Right, and then you go throw them in and grows houses. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just walking in, oh man. So what are you doing now exactly? You you just pulled off another leaf. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you guys can see this, but I I put one leaf in the bottle with the culture in it, and uh, there's spider mites in there. So I'm just gonna wait a little bit and let them, uh, you know, go nuts. Let, let, let them meet each other. Yeah. Oh, they're he, they're climbing up onto the, the the leaf right now. Is that all bugs? That that whole thing, or is there food in there? What what in that little container you got? Uh, there's no food. That's see, those are the predators. Oh my god! Oh, those are the actual predators coming yeah. to town. Oh, oh that's in wow. the lid though. Okay. So this is the first leaf. What I'm gonna do is flick. I'm gonna flick that lid. So now. They're going to be all they look like there. poppy seeds in this containers that you have. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah. How many would I you mean, say are in there? You're right, dude. I'm getting I feel dude, like I'm eating all just, over Mark. Man, oh, God. Who's, who booked this show? <laughs> yeah. Couldn't we do yeah, this I'm in like, masks and body suits? Yeah. Oh, there's a fly. Ah, Can those yeah. help with the flies around here? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good uh, <laughs> Not these ones, but I Do you I, have I, something for that? I have fly parasites. Yeah. Let's go. We Dude, can those. you bring some of those over here? Because yeah. Stanton, the city we're in, or else the building we're in. I don't know if it's Chris Frankino shorts that he wears that brings the flies in, but shorts. Uh, Daniel's hat that he wears. <laughs> so I'm going to try and find some. Here. Let's go back to seven. Oh, there they are. Okay. Oh, wow. So are we going to see them eat? Yeah. Okay. The, oh, there they go. Yeah. Where? The big white ones are eating the little black things they're eating the poop no right now they're just hunting they're they're, like the the other bugs that they're trying to get have the black on the one side and a little clear on oh, the other side oh, right, right, right yeah um there they go little one versus the big one right the the spider mites yeah these are these are two spotted spider mites so there are two spots on both one on each side I know you guys are listening to this going, what the hell are you guys doing? But oh, we want to see what this here? is. You want to see you this. You want to definitely go to the YouTube page. Oh, wow. And see there how he's go. zooming in because we have it plugged into the feed so you can watch this. At home. But if you're learning about this and you need this, we're actually seeing how it works. And oh. it is fantastic. And this is what most gardens need, right? So they're eating the, the eggs yeah. right there. Yeah, there's, there's a cluster of spider mite eggs there. And that one's just feeding all over it. And they're so, just running up on it. They're going to hit that cluster. So, yeah, Andrew, will you just get that and like uh, throw them in uh, a grow house, just like a uh, confetti? <laughs> uh, yeah, I never really thought about it like that. But uh, the just, just drop it in the soil and let it go, or uh, that that can work. Um, but uh, so I, if okay. if a grower is in veg, I, I always advocate using bottles because you can actually direct them exactly where they need to go or just evenly all over for a preventative. Um, and then I have, uh, I didn't bring any today, but we have uh, things called biopacks. Uh, they're kind of like a sachet. You, you hang them. They, they have what it, like the same exact thing is in here. You hang them, cut the corners off or open, and then they come screaming out. Like, really? Yeah, there's like other insectaries have uh, breeding sachets 
where there's a factitious food source in there, something that is not a natural food source. Um, and they will come out slowly, apparently. That's what they say. And uh, But mine don't have any uh, any food in them. They're just, it's just a cleaner way, so you, you don't get any uh, vermiculite, um, any of the carrier stuck to the trichomes. And, and so in plain sight, you can't see any of those. Really, or can you see them? You, you, can, you can see them, but it's it's, it's tough. Not, it don't yeah. look like they do now. So the little guy, what's the little ones right there? Those are your guys. Yeah, that, like the um, the ones without any black on them. Uh huh. Like the the bulbous kind of shiny ones. Those are the predatory. Okay. Well, let's take a break real quick, and we come back. Strawberry growers in California use five to ten times as many predatory mites per acre than any other crop you guys so they are extremely particular about the quality and the most of the experts that they use and i want to hear what you guys have done as a company to help this it's cannabis talk 101 if you know they're doing it for strawberries and we're eating them you want to make sure you're smoking something good too it's cannabis talk 101 we'll be right back after this break make sure you like follow and subscribe to cannabis talk 101 now Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. to the number one cannabis show on the universe cannabis talk 101 y'all know what time it is right dime time that's right think higher with dime industries find them in california arizona oklahoma you could also find them in other countries now too they're over there with ali now in canada no way yes they're in canada now dude which is and new mexico which is, I just found out too when we had them on the other day. I got to update this and all the reads. Daniel, make sure you remind myself to update that read, please, so we can do the, you know, where, where else Dime is at because they're blowing up, you guys. Check out the website, dimeindustries.com or on Instagram, dime.industries. I want to thank everybody around here that makes it all happen from Mondo to Moon, Teddy the Show Dog, Oscar, Julio, Daniel, Connor, Cam, Beach Bar, Solar, Ali, Sunday, Golden, Brother Pitt, Mark Carnes. Chris Franquino, Jennifer, Erica, and Elvis. Thank you guys Thank all you for guys. doing what Thank you're doing. You. Andrew Maltby, the CEO and president of Biotactics. You guys really want to go check out his website, Benemite.com, B-E-N-E-M-I-T-E.com, or on Instagram, Biotactics is the I-G, B-I-O-T-A-C-T-I-C-S. And before we went to break, uh, I was mentioning what you guys have done for the strawberry fields. Can you elaborate on that and how you helped it out so much? Well, uh, the strawberry growers are they they are really focused on uh protecting the environment like they a lot of the strawberries or 85 to 90 percent of the strawberries in in the u.s come from california uh, along the central coast like from salinas and watsonville to santa maria and then down to like oxnard ventura area and uh so they're pretty coastal and so they don't like to be spraying a bunch of nasty uh chemicals sure on uh which we appreciate get it in the water yeah and uh so 
they they use more predatory mites than any uh any other harvest yeah per acre right so uh yeah i'm always thankful to them for uh you know, keeps you employed <laughs> yeah. yeah so what is a something like this run like somebody for like a jar like that and how many come in that jar approximately like the little cup uh i have about ten thousand each uh each jar is ten thousand of a, of a different species and uh they'll do uh do they eat each other uh only if they're stuck in a jar with no other food then yeah it'll be like so it'll be like a little donut party in there Nice. They just start eating each other. <laughs> yeah, they'll start, they'll start eating like others' eggs and stuff. Ah. I love how you're like an expert among experts with this. And I know the strawberry growers have kind of lame or, you know, gave you that title, which <laughs> is awesome because everything you're saying is beyond my like, huh? What? <laughs> it's so, you know, intriguing and like, wow. And looking at it with a magnifying glass really makes sense. Sure. You know, yeah. and, and when you say the spraying on there, does this affect that or, or does it work hand in hand with what when you're spraying your crops or what we're looking at in California or even beyond? Uh, well, there's uh, uh, a, a lot of the, the big ag like uh, corn and soy. A lot of that isn't used for food. Uh, it's used for like fuel sources and or like uh, extractions. Um, and the amount like what they do to the soil and how like how nasty that that uh those plants are even just halfway through the harvest like there's no wonder like all the frogs you know the atrazine uh the herbicide it it gets in the water supply and it, it messes with everything it comes into contact with and uh glyphosate or roundup is like it's is atrazine's successor and they uh there's like gmo corn where they made it so they can spray as much of the herbicide on as possible without hurting the corn so you know they take advantage of that they spray like the, the, water, the water in those areas are like there is so rinse your food off yeah and buy organic yeah but uh yeah well, when it comes to corn is it do you think all or no. just only like unless it has a shell right like an avocado for instance has a shell watermelon has a shell melons have a shell right but corn they have the leaf but i can you know it's well the thing nowadays uh they have systemic insecticides where they water the the poison into the plant the plant takes it up and then the plant itself is toxic to insects wow so yeah. you're you're, so, you're so, a believer in really organic everything then yeah yeah i, I have a, a two-year-old son and his uh his favorite food is uh chicken and uh strawberries so uh being able to go out and see where you know his strawberries are coming from and being able to contribute you know to clean fruit and harvest is uh as a big source of pride for me yeah we cut strawberries up at my house every week you know yeah. what i mean we have a jar if you buy them at the store you get them out from the local no we usually get them from like trader joe's or sometimes i go to costco if depending on where it's at costco's standards are actually some of the highest uh for their for, for their uh produce really, really? yeah it's good to know. That's good funny enough. because sometimes I look at their produce and think, damn, it went bad real fast. That's why it's that's why it's probably good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, yeah. There's probably not like yeah. preservative spray on it and stuff. Yeah. What about forbid? You ever heard of forbid? Uh, forbid. Is that uh, imidacloprid? I don't know, but I know it, years ago. <laughs> have you yeah. heard of it? He's like, yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, it's 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 a kill, it kills mites. And, and have you ever bugs. heard of? Uh, no, just start throwing no, shit like out there. Merit is a is a is a neonicotinoid, um, and I what's the, what's the what's the active ingredient in forbid? I couldn't tell you, but I, I tell you, I used to kill all of them quick. But you'd put it in the veg while it was vegging, yeah, and then it, you'd have to flush it, flush it all the way through the cycle because it gets in the actual plant, so they don't yeah. want to eat it. Oh, so so, so they just run, yeah. So they end up, uh, you know, either if they eat it, they'll die, or they won't. They just won't won't want to eat it, right? Um, but but they outlawed it in the in the in California, so you can get it like in Arizona and stuff like that. But if you don't um, flush it properly, it'll come out in testing and it won't allow you to pass your testing. So a lot of people, you know, they'll use it in the, the black first, market. Yeah, mm -hmm. they'll use it in the first week or if it's in the black market, they'll certainly use it a lot more. Um, but I think those chemicals are ultimately bad for us, correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, especially if you're if you're smoking it. So like you're vaporizing and getting it inside of you, you know, so 
what does that do to, to the human body? <laughs> I'm not sure, but I, I can't imagine it's very good. They just yeah. had a new study that came out recently, and I would say recently, like this past week, about vaping, and it showed the lungs and heart, everything, and it was really bad. Like, oh, you're supposed to take over. Uh, this study, I was watching Good Morning America, and I was like, oh, shit, it caught my attention because... Let's just face it, vaping's not that old. You know what I yeah. mean? It's not yeah, that we old. We don't know. Yeah. We don't really know to where we think it's safer, <laughs> quicker, as blue puffs on is right now. And <laughs> I, think, I have one you know, too. Exactly. But it tastes so good. <laughs> but it's so great. And we yeah, think maybe, uh, oh, I'm not smoking uh, a cigarette or whatever. I like you cigarettes know? better. Oh, well, I'm sure you do. Who wouldn't? I mean, I like smoking cigars. I'm not saying this to, to fucking bash anybody. I do my own smoking yeah. as well. I mean, I'm not claiming that oh it's bad for you and i'm pointing at anybody i have my own devices as well but i'm just saying it's bad enough and then they're putting more pesticides causes, on them it causes popcorn life yeah it, it was yeah. showing the lungs and all there kinds of crazy that. things and of course my wife jumps on the see there it is so do you got any my, my, um, i have a wife too. She yeah, just jumps on the same fucking thing like oh god well, and i'm like i don't know it's like okay i quit like eight other things in the past like four years so uh, yeah go dude who are you <laughs> telling i'm coming up on 25 years sober i'm like give me one thing that i'm doing it's still oh, yeah? gonna kill you i'm like oh god i know but just it's better than meth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who said? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, All the crazy stuff. Andrew, this is so interesting. Everything you got going on. You're really helping the environments. You're creating new ecosystems for people that have grows and all this other great stuff. As you put that in there, are we going to see the plant that just started crawling up these leaves that you just put on? Yeah. Check that out. Let's see this right here. So this is a... Br oh, oh, my God. Wow. So he just left that in there for about five minutes, folks. And there's a lot. I mean, <laughs> I want to say thousands. They wiped, wiped it off. How many is that, dude? Like, it's like uh, it's so clear now. I'm not sure. Those are just all the, that's what is, are those uh, called? The that's der dermamites? That's a Californicus is a, is a type two predator. Um, so it eats all types of spider mites and oh my broad God. mites. And so they just went in there and cleaned house. Yeah. Well, they're a tough yeah. gang. Yeah, they're still they're, pecking, and, huh? Yeah. Here I can zoom in some more if you want. Are they are they attacking that one right there? Yeah, I mean there's gonna be like shells of spider mites around. Yeah. But uh, I'm not the only one that that rears Ooh, Californicus, but uh, I'm the only one that rears it on its natural food source, spider mites. Oh, they're sucking so one down right there. Ours are uh, yeah. Ours are a hell of a lot more aggressive. This is like Faces of Death. Remember that old yeah. DVD? <laughs> or not even DVD. It was a VHS tape back in the day when you'd watch these predators eat, eat each other. I mean, wow. these are just so small doing it. They're but smashing on that guy right now. Yeah, They're just going to town eating these things. Oh, check it out on the website and at YouTube, guys, if you want to watch this live. Oop, it is swallowed the thing up. Yeah, yeah. Andrew, it looks like... Uh, so most people, do they realize they need these that have grow houses? Or I mean, like, is it something that everybody's doing? Or is it something that you're still trying to get out there? Like Both, yeah. Uh, there's there's a lot of people that have uh, that have tried. Uh, in Ladybugs, like Blue was saying. And they yeah. just use ladybugs and thinking, oh, this is helping. But you're like, eh, not fully. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're cute and stuff. But uh, they also... Ladybugs, like to, they don't like to be uh, congested. So like they tend to spread out, and uh, so you're gonna need you know several thousands in a, yeah in an area if you have a lot of aphids and uh, they're they're not gonna stay around even if there's food there. And 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 but, also ladybugs get inside the filters and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot bigger. They're messy. They start flying around. Next thing you know, they're and they bite you too, and they really? smell. They smell too. They uh, um, so what what I don't like is poorly reared predatory mites um, giving uh, a bad name to their e efficacy. Um, what do you mean by that? Other other insectaries, like, I talk to people and they're like, oh, I've tried predators before. I've tried uh, Californicus before. And, uh, and it didn't work. And I was like, well, have you tried ours? And like, no. I'm like, okay, we'll try ours at like less than half of the application rate. Um, that's how many predators per plant or whatever. And uh, they, they call me like, I get texts like at midnight, like, oh my gosh, dude, all my, all my webs are empty. Yeah, they, they, they like, went to whoa, work. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You, you got the fighters, you got some some vicious ones. Yeah, I mean. Why, how, how is that? Are you training them better? Yeah, you're, you're sitting there training <laughs> yeah, them yeah, to fight? Training program? Yeah. Well, Put Rocky music on in the, yeah. in the 
Yeah, yeah they, are they working out? Incubator. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a combination between like Rocky music and uh, uh, <laughs> like our our cultures uh, double every twenty four hours. So you're always getting young female egg layers. So and those are the ones that do the most work in the field. So like if, if the populations are doubling every twenty four hours, you're you're getting a lot a lot of generations all the time. And uh, so you know Marvin Gaye helps with that we'll have some candles nice scented candles yeah so he says some marvin Gaye. that's so funny some i would imagine that though you know what i mean like i, I could imagine because a lot of grow houses they really believe in stuff like that like playing a certain type of music certain type of scent certain type of things like this is oh, not yeah. just a anecdotal crazy theory like this is what no. people believe in wholeheartedly oh and it, it's they believe it because it's true like like we're just now tapping into like the capability of like what plants can do sure um like and, and let me they respond I, to music and so we speaking. smoke these though right we're gonna end up smoking these and what happens are we smoking the chlorophyll that's inside of them or how does are they burn uh, well uh assuming that you're not putting ten thousand uh predatory mites on like four leaves um generally we, we go with like between 500 and a thousand depending on like how uh like per plant depending on how big the the plant is um but uh yeah i mean you're you're not gonna be sm smoking them because but they're they're hunters first and foremost so uh they're gonna leave looking for food elsewhere before they starve to death like the only time that they starve to death is when uh the last one is uh is still alive inside a sealed bottle right and so essentially they'll just start eating each other yeah also but, but yeah but they'll they'll leave like like they've tracked them a quarter mile overnight in the fields Really? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, like, did you guys ever play uh, Super Mario World, the, the one with the cape? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Like, so what? The Let's play it right now. No, yeah. I never have, but now I want to. The, oh, yeah. The, the sorry, I'm not a dork like that, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm I just am. kidding. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I just want to throw a jab. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm into Mario. No, I Mario. my son, I like it too. They, uh, I watched the movie though. They, oh yeah, was it good? Yeah, it was good. Chris actually, Pratt? we yeah, we had the the new one that just came out yeah. a couple years ago. Whatever that, we watched it several times at my house. Yeah, cool. Uh, but yeah, so like the the predators and uh, the spider mites, they'll go up to like the top of the plants or like the side of the plant, and then just catch themselves in a wind gust and uh, go wherever go to they, the next one, whatever direction that they sense some pheromones coming from. What other than strawberries and cannabis, spider mites are on almost every plant. Yeah, uh, they're they, they're found in every country uh, that I know of. I mean, so you can just throw this in Antarctica. your backyard, anyways, just to keep your plants a little healthier. Yeah, uh, you you always want to use the native uh, predatory mite um, when possible, uh, unless you have you're going indoors, you know, and you're providing a a, a, a certain environment for your plant that's not outside, you know? So then you want to match the predatory mite to whatever environment you're giving the plant. Is so, this worldwide? So, like, or just eat different ecosystems have different scenarios and need different predators? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have one, the Occidentalis. Uh, we, we've been, uh, we've had really, really good success uh, delivering bees with a uh, drone over uh, thousands of acres of almonds in uh, the Central Valley of California. So this one's native to the Central Valley. So it can handle up, up, upwards of like 110, 115 degrees because it's native to that area. So that'll work inside of a, a indoor grow? Uh, they'll, if you have russets and uh, then, yeah, they'll work. You just gotta keep, keep the temperature above like 74. Okay. You know, like, so you that, put them in at night, the work. you put them in at night. Uh, or whatever it, time it, it, you're off it, hours. It, it, it right. doesn't. It doesn't matter. Uh, whenever, like, you, you don't want to change the light cycle if you're if you're growing indoors. So you want to do it while the lights are on. Oh, gotcha. Um, that's just for you know yourself. But uh, since they don't have eyes, they just respond to more heat. So yeah. as long as it's not too cold or too warm for them, um, they'll. Mine will do exactly what they were born to do, like exactly what they're doing here. Which is awesome. That's so cool to see Andrew, CEO and president of Biotactics. Andrew, we'd like to do the high five with everybody that comes on the show. So we're going to get to that now. Five simple questions. How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis and where'd you get it from? Uh, I was 15. I was a sophomore in high school. Uh, 
my uh, good old Manaphy. <laughs> uh, th this was in uh, Temecula. I went okay. to Chaparral in Temecula. Um, uh, my buddy Julian's dad had just gotten out of jail, and uh, I went over to hang out with him. And uh, his dad had like he's like, here, here you go, you know. And, I just uh, got this in jail. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, he, I mean, yeah, he had uh, he had weed, so uh, I had like half of a J, and I, I didn't even get high. Nice. Yeah. A lot of people don't on their yeah. first time. But yeah. the, the next day I had one puff. I was lit. Yeah. <laughs> it's Always like, the it's second like a, time it's helps. a primer, right? Yeah. Question number two of the high five. What is your favorite way to use or smoke cannabis? Uh, I haven't smoked since uh, early 2019, but uh, I always liked the uh, edibles because you, you could, you know, dose them properly throughout the day. And, you know, if you uh, have some Visine, you just, you know, enjoy, you know, keep it moving all day. Yeah. yeah. Five, not, 10 milligrams every not even smell like anything what's yeah. the craziest place andrew you ever used or smoked cannabis or ate cannabis for that matter uh probably uh in high school uh in the parking lot of the school uh, nice. we, we had gotten uh donuts beforehand and then smoked them in the parking lot uh, smoked in the parking lot and then uh, we like each of us uh, there was four of us we had two dozen donuts and we ate them all oh my god <laughs> yeah i ended up getting like sick in uh, my first class was, was math and uh, yeah, it was kind of embarrassing. Question number four of the high five. <laughs> what is your go-to munchie after you used to get high? Donuts. <laughs> donuts, yeah, still. <laughs> what kind of donuts? Uh, I, I I moved on from like, you know, small places and I ended up uh, uh, finding a Krispy Kreme near me and yeah. you get one bite. Mm. Oh. Entire I love when you go when in and they warm. give you a free one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just keep walking in and out, you know, 12 times. Okay, I'm good. Like I'll a, like put a, a hat on. Mustache, put, yeah. A, yeah, put some glasses on. Excuse me, sir. Have you been here? No, that wasn't me. <laughs> just uh, can I get another one, please? And like, oh, and then thank you and just leave. Exactly. Just Question number five of the high five, Andrew. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead, dead or alive, alive, who would it be and why? Uh, Jesus of Nazareth. You know what? That's a that's a good one in my book. I'd be like, so, what's your dad like? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen him? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, are you just Does he have a beard or, or what? Right. Oh. That's a good. One. That's always my go-to too yeah. in my head. It's I mean, like if I could pick one, it's I mean, it's got to be Jesus. Yeah. I, uh, my second would be uh, Marcus Aurelius. The fight from from the movie. Uh, 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 Marcus Aurelius was the. Gladiator. I I think he Who? was in it. Gladiator, Gladiator. Gladiator yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's uh, one of the baddest dudes. That movie, Gladiator, yeah. just Marcus Aurelius, the biggest soldier ever. Remember that movie? You ever see Gladiator? I did. Yeah, oh, I got yeah. a picture with uh, the the main actor. What's his name? That's the that's him. He played the character. No, George. What's his name? Uh, oh, what is his no, name? Dude, the, the main dude. Yeah, the yeah. main dude. Russell, Russell Crowe, Crow. thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Russell Crowe. Don't look at us like we're that stupid, please, Connor. He's like, <laughs> Russell Crowe. That's the beast. Right? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Russell Crowe is. Why him, though? Jesus to him? Uh, For him. Yeah. Well, he he was, uh, he 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 wrote he wrote down a lot of his thoughts, like, way ahead of his time. Uh, he was, like, one of the first, like, stoic, uh, like, thinkers. And uh, as, like, he's got a they printed a book of all his uh, meditations and uh, some of the most brilliant stuff I've ever read. I, I would like to get him high. Yeah. Ask, ask him what the hell, uh, how, did, how did he come up with all that? I like that, man. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Well, is there anything, Andrew, that we forgot as you're bugging out with us over here on Cannabis Talk 101 <laughs> and uh, because you're leaving all these ticks and tacks behind, <laughs> I'm just, all the yeah. next three I'm guests are going to be like, here, guys. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I mean, uh, Anybody can uh, can get our uh, predatory mites from our website benamite.com, and uh, come. Uh, and my goal is to get on Joe Rogan. So if anybody uh, can help me do that, I'd no, get, do that. protect your crops today, yeah. folks, because who knew you'd need something like this? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this is this is like these aren't my predators. This is Mother Nature at work. Yeah. Like, like there's no pesticides and chemicals out it's in nature. Natural. Yeah, but like there's no infestations. Uh, in like natural landscape, you only get infestations when you monocrop essentially. So uh, in order to fix that, you just bring in. You know, it's basically predators. security for your ecosystem where you're growing because you, every ecosystem is going to have problems, mm -hmm. not potential. They're going to have some predators that are going to go in there and want to eat that stuff. Mm -hmm. So therefore you need to be preventative and you're the preventative, hence security 
for your ecosystem, correct? Yeah, like that's like the 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 best way to use predatory mites is uh, two applications in uh, veg, and then uh, uh, and then one right in the middle of, of uh, flower, um, using uh, our packs, and uh, you it, that's the cheapest way and the easiest way to get the biggest benefit out, out of. Uh, how, how long do these things live in the packs? Um, since since they don't come with food, you want to release them uh, within 24 hours of receiving them. So let's say uh, we ship them on Tuesday, you get them on Wednesday, apply them by Thursday. So that they could eat and live. And yeah. then how do you scrape all these bad boys up and put them in these jars? How do you how do you hurt them? Uh, a whistle? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a really good question. I've been asked that a lot. And? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something. yeah, I can't yeah. pass, yeah. pass on that one. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to give up your uh... no secrets there, huh? <laughs> like, no, well, uh, you gotta do it yourself. Yeah. Just gotta it's hurt a great question. I mean, dude, yeah. there's so many. Of I like them. it. I was like, like waiting yeah, for the answers. Like, I no, get 10, that's the secret that's sold and not told right there. Yeah, yeah, I ain't yeah. mad at that right there. You know what I mean, Andrew? That's what you gotta do sometimes. <laughs> I'm not telling you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I almost had a, a new a new hustle. <laughs> oh, I want to breed some now. Say that again, Ron. Now, well, thank you for joining the show, my man. Thank you guys for having me. Well, there thank it is, time. guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this: if no one else loves you, we do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. And make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to Cannabis Talk 101 now. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side side.